1: from doing some things that are not of earnest report
0: but servants delivers the word of truth with clarity simplicity and dexterity here is pastor francis albin proclaiming god's mind to you today
1: father we thank you we bless you for such a wonderful day in your presence may your name be glorified amen we're going to be talking about fighting praise the lord so let's do some foundational stuff. First Timothy chapter 6, verse number 12. First Timothy chapter 6, verse number 12. Let's read it together. One go. Fight a good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. The scripture we just read is clear that, number one, faith is a fight. Fight the good fight of faith. So faith is not just a walk. It's not just a lifestyle. But faith is a fight. Anybody who is a child of God has been born into a battle. And that battle is called the fight of faith. Praise the Lord. So, faith is a fight. Ephesians chapter 6 talks about the fact that we should also take the shield of faith wherewith we'll be able to quench every arrow, every weapon that satan shoot at us so we know that the work of faith is a fight and faith itself itself gives us the ammunition to be able to deal with the fight now most of the time when we are talking about faith people talk about the autopilot where as in a pilot flying a plane doesn't need to do much because it's at a certain level, and therefore the plane can go on a particular trajectory without being directed by the pilot, because it has picked its level. The battle that we have here in the spirit cannot always be in autopilot, because as for faith, it will give you a fight. Praise the Lord. Faith itself is a fight. So, it said when you are fighting the fight of faith, the final, the final result is to lay hold on eternal life. That is, as we are fighting here so that we don't miss heaven, our fight here is to enable us to be able to make heaven Why is that so? It is so because the things that fight against us here on earth, the main purpose is to make us to miss heaven and to enter into hell. So, as we are fighting this fight of faith, there is a result. And that is the final, ultimate result is to lay hold on what? Eternal life. Somebody say eternal life. So before that eternal life, it says, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. So there are many witnesses both in the heavenly space and in the earthly space. Heavenly witness and earthly witness who have seen your confession and profession of faith. Now, this is one of the scriptures that I love because it uses two great words there. Praise the Lord. Where well, we have professed a good profession. So here, we see that faith, profession, profession simply means your trained job, or something that you have been trained to do. Praise the Lord. So, faith is the believer's professional way of living. It's your, the most competent way of living your life here on earth is by living a life of faith as a believer. And that gives you the ammunition To be able to fight. You see, many people can shoot a gun, but not all are professional shooters. That is why the sniper is different from the person who has also bought a gun in the house. The soldier is different from because all the sniper, the soldier, the special forces, and all of that, they have been trained how to shoot. So they don't waste bullet because. That is their professional calling. He said, you and I, we are being called. And what makes this calling successful for us is walking by faith as our professional spiritual way of living. So, when you live outside the realm of faith, you expose yourself to the weapons of the devil. Never forget that. When you live outside the realm of faith, You expose yourself to defeat on this earth. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our what? Faith. So what gives us victory as overcomers here on earth, as believers here on earth, is our faith. So faith is a fight. tell somebody that you have been born born into a fight. Is it powerful already? Yeah, so faith is a fight. Fight the good fight of faith. 2 Timothy 4, 7. 2 Timothy 4, 7. Remember that your professional life must be by faith. That Bible says that we live by faith, not by what? Sight. Professionally, spiritually, living by faith is your most secured life. I have fought a good fight I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. So here, Timothy is showing us that there are people who fight and they don't fight a good fight. Hey, faith itself is a fight and fighting by faith is a good fight. But Timothy says that I have fought a good fight. Hey, so here, a believer can fight a bad fight. That's what I want to teach tonight. How you will position yourself not to fight a bad fight. Because what are we treating tonight? Fights. So this life will bring you fight. But you must fight the good fight of faith. And when you are fighting the good fight you will see that one of the characteristics of fighting the right way is that you will finish your course. <laughs> I'm feeling it already. What is a sign that is you are fighting in the right way? That what? I can't hear you. That you will finish your course. That is the target you set for yourself and God set for you You will be able to successfully execute it. And in the end, one even key and even more important indicator of a good fight is that you will be able to keep your faith in the end. That you'll be able to keep your faith. In the end, I have kept the faith. So, when you fight well, number one, you finish your course. And number two, you do not lose your faith. Some people don't fight well as believers. And therefore, they do not finish their course. And in the end, they lose their faith. That is why sometimes you will hear that a pastor will renounce their faith in Christ. Hey, the battle has overtaken them. So they don't finish their course and they don't keep the faith. Why? Because all the battles that Satan brings to you, it is a trial of your faith. Whenever Satan is bringing battles to you here on earth, Those battles put your faith in the witness box and begins to try you as in the court of law. Every day, your faith is under cross-examination from the pit of hell. I don't know who God is talking to this evening, but your faith for marriage shall be tried. Look at what the book of James chapter 1, verse number 2 said. James 1, 2. And we are reading. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Number 3, count it a joy. Why? Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. <laughs> the trying of your faith wicked patience, that's the temptations in verse 2 must be seen in a great perspective that it is a trial of your faith. And when you understand that the tribulations, and that word temptation there is troubles, persecutions, tribulations, diversity, issues, those issues that come into your life, they are temptations to put your faith on trial. And if you do not understand that on a daily basis, you are undergoing trial, you will lose your joy in the process. That's why I says, that count it all joy that your faith is being tried. I'm feeling it already. What are we preaching about tonight? Fights. And he said that the trying of your faith will produce patience. That is, the trial you are going through, it will produce something. And I've told you that to make you finish your course. And to finish your course is not an event. You need the patience to go through the process so that you can finish your course. Marriage is a course. Ministry is a course. Career is a course. Childbirth is a course. Finances. Anything at all, here or net, can be a course you have to pursue in the will of God. I'm feeling it already. It is the trying of your faith that will produce the patience for you to finish your course and keep that same faith if you fought well. Now, he said this patience that will be produced. I love the verse 4. Because it says that, but let you see when that patience is produced. But let patience have a perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. In fact, I love that word entire. That means thorough. Let's look at the amplified. I'm feeling it. I'm enjoying it. Nice. But let endurance that patience that means what? I can't hear you. It means what? (laughs) That word endurance, a synonym of endurance is stamina. Ability to absorb pain, shocks, and still hold your own. And not misbehave. they on ground, unmoved. You take the best shot from the devil and you are still taking it. TDJ says, you take the licking and you keep ticking. Some people take the licking and they fall down and they die. You want to go to hell's kitchen, come back smelling that kitchen of hell and you are still pushing on. And it is the trial of your faith. Listen, when it's time to marry and you are not married and you have clocked 35 and the man who has clocked 40, your faith is on trial. People will be asking you, when are you married? And some will also see you say, this year it will happen. (laughs) I see it happening this year, sister. <laughs> that one is a major trial. Hey, I'm feeling it. Yes, <laughs> so he said, it will Give me the amplifier. He said, it will work patience, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play. They are perfect course and do a thorough work. Thorough work. So that you may be people, so that you may be perfectly and fully developed with no defects. Lacking in nothing. You see, when you allow your faith to go through the trial and you fight well, you begin to acquire <laughs> see, patience and acquisition of the trial of faith. When, when you are tried through the fire of temptations and you maintain your ground, one of the things you acquire is the insulation called patience. It gives you endurance, stamina, steadfastness. It makes you thorough. When you say somebody is thorough, it means that the person is well-wired. It means that the person is not a novice. It means that the person is detailed. is all-rounder. is somebody who has got an eye and the ability to handle things in a right way is a thorough person, pure. Content is not contaminated. It's not here and there. Stable, steady. I'm feeling it. <laughs> thorough, lacking in nothing. Well, some people have not gone through the trial. They failed, they failed in the trial. They backside, side. T- many things happen. There are many people in church who do not understand that what you are going through is the trying of your faith. And the thing that this faith is going to produce is going to be more powerful when the process is over than you even started the process. Look at verse 5. He said, But let endurance, he said, if any of you is deficient in wisdom, see, let him ask. So here, it is wisdom to know that every child of God goes through this trial of faith. I'm feeling it all. And you must fight the good fight of what? Faith. Are we on the same page? What you will go through might be different from what the next person goes through. But I'm telling you that the intensity is the same. We might have diverse temptations, but the intensity is the same. There is no temptation that has befallen you, which is not common to all men. The key word there is common. Is what come on that nothing in your life is special as a trouble that whether it's headache is arthritis for one, another, the intensity is the same. Why? Because any of these two can kill the people that the thing is present in their lives. So if you go to the hospital, some die out of headache and some die out of arthritis. The fact that it killed both means that the intensity was the same. If you understand this, you will know that Regardless of the definition you give to your problem, Paul told them, he says that brethren all over the world are suffering the same thing. Brethren no. So if you don't understand this, you just make your own fight like a very special case. And once it becomes special in your eyes, you feel like God is not trying for you. So <laughs> my problem is not school fees. my problem might be something someone else's problem might not be school fees it might be school fees my problem might be results but not school fees that's why you have parent or student who can comfortably pay their fees and get F and student who struggle to pay their fees even though they can get A. So one comfortably pays fees to go and fail to be redrawn and one doesn't get the money to pay to go and make the A so that one too is redrawn. Is the intensity not the same? So the one believing God for the fruit of the womb His or her matter is no deeper than the one looking for a job. It's the same trial. And you'll be trialed, you'll be tried, that's the word, right? It's tried. You'll be tried based on the measure of the faith given to you. Measure of your faith will determine the level of your temptation. That is why God doesn't allow a temptation stronger and greater than your faith to come to you. So what God is trying to tell you is that in the temptation, have joy. Knowing that you have already been empowered to handle the matter. That is why you have to fight the good fight of what? Faith. I want to proceed from here because mostly when we are fighting, we are looking for things from beyond the river and uh, that is not how God sees things. So briefly, I'm going to show you, so I've given you generally what it is in the spirit. Here on earth, if you want to be successful, you need to be fighting by faith. And when you are striving, you have to strive according to the rules. Praise the Lord. Are you there? Come on now. Are you, are you there? Yeah. You have to strive according to the rules. And it will be a great blessing unto you. Praise the Lord. 2 Timothy 2 5. Watch this very carefully before we proceed. 2 Timothy two five. Let's read together. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he what not what crowned, except he strive what lawfully. So in the kingdom of God, when you are pursu- whatever you try to pursue, has God principles that will make you become a master of that pursuit. If you are pursuing marriage, ministry, you are pursuing finances, you have to pursue lawfully. You strive for mastery, yet you are not crowned, except you do it what? Lawfully. So tell somebody that every fight has got principles for success and principles for failure. Are you ready for the principles for success? I'm going to show you a few of that. First Samuel chapter 17, we are going to go into a very popular story. David and Goliath. In chapter number 17 of first Samuel, verse number 26... The Bible said something very important. And David spake to the man that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? And take it away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. Now watch verse 28 very carefully because you, you can't miss this. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why comest thou down thither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? Nice. And he turned, now check the verse 30. I love the verse 30. And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. So here, I believe that we know the story too well. Uh, David's father sent him to the wilderness to be taking care of his sheep. And then the father called him and gave him bread to go and to give him to three of his brothers who were fighting with King Saul in battle and also give some to their captain. So David left the sheep of his father unto the sheepkeeper, kept them with the sheepkeeper, which is a nice message I want to preach one day. Keepers of the sheep. And uh, he left and went to the battleground. And when he got there, he saw a giant defying the name of the Lord and the armies of God. And so he went to his brothers and then spoke to them. And then when he heard that this giant came out to just make some some noise all over, David then asked, what shall be given to the man who kills this man and takes the reproach? away from Israel and watch his brother Eliab, senior brother, was angry with him. Verse 28 says that Eliab was the eldest brother. He had this guy and he was angry and started describing him with all forms of unprintable words. So here, the first thing I would like you to do and to know from scripture... Is that David asked Elia, what have I done? Is there not a cause? So first of all, if you'll be successful in this life, make sure that you don't fight where there is no need to fight. Can I say it again? When there is no battle, don't create one. In ministry, in marriage, in your career, wherever you find yourself, if there is not a good cause to fight, do not introduce battles or fighting into that atmosphere. Yes. I know a sister who was married to a a Christian brother and the sister could not go past four months without the family sitting down on their marriage. If nothing has happened for three months, she doesn't feel loved. So when everything is fine, she doesn't like she will do something, go and bring something. She will know the manner and then something will happen. So even where there is no fight, she must create a fight. I'm saying something here. It is not every environment... That requires fighting. Not every issue requires fighting. There must be a good cause for you to expend energy in a fight. <laughs> if you will ever put yourself in a fighting mode, there must be a good reason something that you can you can speak to people about he, he said that what shall be done for this man what is this guy doing? Is this on you must find a great reason eternal reason first i'm showing you what a cause is that this guy is defying the name of the lord it's a cause is defying the people of god it's a cause He is speaking and intimidating the people of God. It's a cause. And he has held the people of God in this place for 40 days. It's a reason. When professional army have put down their weapons for fear, it's a good reason to fight. That is to say that when the doctors say they can't do anything about the matter and they have put down their medical stuff, weapons, it's a good cause for you to what? Fight. But if you have to do a surgery and the weapons can handle it successfully for you, don't go through the pain. You didn't hear that one. I'm saying that don't use prayer to cure what malaria drug can easily solve for you. Because there is no cause to fight. It's not a good cause. If there is ever a cause. Do you get it? There is no cause to fight for a guy who is courting you and has left you to go and court the ex. Is there a cause? Statement is clear. I want the ex and even if I marry you, I will keep going back. There is no cause. Don't fight. I was telling my my wife this evening that, listen to this. There there are two ways we fight. Oh, I'm feeling it already. (laughs) Bible says, I make your battle with wisdom. When do you make your battle in wisdom? First of all, easiest way, from the outset, say outset, say outside, Outside. say before we start the game. game. You need wisdom to make decisions. So for example, you are going to marry. The guy is A.S. You didn't know. During the counseling, you find out that both of you are A.S. Then you say you love yourselves. There is a possibility for an SS child. I'm just showing you something. Something small. Now, before now, people used not to know before the marriage. So it was okay. But now that medical examination is a requirement for marriage, if you know that the AS can result in a child suffering and the whole family suffering. Wisdom will tell you from the outset that don't engage. Don't what? Engage. Sometimes when you are watching a war film, they will say that they want to shoot a weapon and they are waiting for the commanders. This thing and he says that engage the target. And some other times new information will come and say, don't engage. So Wisdom helps you to make the right decision from the outset before you enter into the match. I don't know if I'm preaching or now. Don't use any other thing. You don't use faith to make a decision wisdom has to make. Wisdom is part of the faith. I'm saying I preach this thing. Some people will not like me, but. You see, the truth of God eh? is more important than the personality in preaching it. So if you make face, oh, ask for me, you know, I love the guy. Or the guy loves me and I, we will marry and God can change it. Who said God cannot? God can, but there is no cause. There is no what? It's not a good cause. It is going to strain your faith in the marriage. Do you get it? If you married without knowing, or you married and something came out of the marriage, I'm not talking about the ASP. I'm just talking about the fact that when you marry, you are okay, medically okay, and then in the course of the marriage, somebody's health begins to fail. That one, you don't just need wisdom, you need your faith to fight that battle. That one is. Inside the marriage. But before the marriage, you need what? Inside the marriage, you need what? Faith and wisdom. So don't enter the mind and say, Pastor, let's pray. Let's, let's pray for what? So, what's the first key in David's story in how to fight? There must be what? There must be a cause. If there is no cause and you fight, I will show you what will happen. You are going to kill yourself before your time. So, that is number one. Number two. I don't know if this preaching is going well. But number two. David, hmm, let, let's read a verse. Let's read 29 and 30 rather. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? 30. And he turned from him toward another. Okay, I need other translations for the verse 30. You can give me amplifying LT, ESV. I don't know if this teaching is good in both for this service. I really don't know. But I think it's good. Can you put it there big like that? And David turned away from Eliab to another and asked the same question. And again, the man gave him the same answer. Saturation. Can we see NLT or something very quickly? NLT. He walked over to some others. ESV, very quickly. And he turned away from him toward another. Watch, oh, this is his brother. Can I see NIV? Nice. If you've got NIV. And he turned away to someone else. Tell somebody, turn away quickly to someone else. What was the second point to make your battle successful? Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Is that you need the spirituality. To choose your battles wisely. The second point is discernment. That's the summary of all that I said is what? (coughs) Discernment. The spirituality to choose your battles wisely. David came to the battlefield and... Golat is not the first person that fought him. A Philistine is not the first person that fought him. The first person that fought him was his own family members. The people he had been sent to serve. His own blood. They were the first people that fought him. And they spoke on printable words. <laughs> to him in verse 28, he says that, "And with whom have you left those few sheep? I know thy pride." So they called him a proud guy. See, all these things are provocations. You have to understand that provocation does not mean engage. You need the discernment to know that not all provocations warrant a fight. You are proud, and I know your naughtiness. Yes, naughty. The naughtiness, not just of your actions, the naughtiness of your heart. Oh, Jesus Christ! For for you have come to watch. <laughs> you have come come down that thou mightest what see the but who pass them. We pray. So, there, there are provocations that might look like a cause for fighting. <laughs> in your workplace, in your marriage, in the ministry, not every name calling must make you engage. people defining you based on who they think you are I know the naughtiness of your heart it is still not a reason to pastor you are sleeping with the ladies it's not a reason to curse And now we you have come to see the battle. Somebody saying you are partial, you, you do selectivity, <laughs> you, you are you are what? Bias. You are too known. <laughs> I'm feeling it. It's not a reason to fight. If you have to fight, you need discernment. To select your battles wisely. I wrote a few things and I would like to say them to you. That it was, the the battle itself was a killing ground. But not every opponent there had a reward on their head. You didn't hear it, so I will say it again. The battleground they found themselves was a killing ground. And every battleground is a killing ground. But not every opponent there has a reward on their head. Don't fight an opponent who doesn't have a reward, a value on their head. That is to say that not everybody is wet your battle, your fight. Don't waste your weapon. The prize was on the head of Goliath, not his brothers. So, what do you have to do? Choose your battles that will bring you rewards. <laughs> I'm feeling it killing his brothers would have wasted his energy that was meant for the giant. There are energy wasters in every battleground. So what do you do? Ignore them. Goliath is there but the first fight you will meet are your own people. And killing them means you are wasting your stones. You are wasting your energy. Meant for the giant that has got reward on his head. So, what do you do when you meet energy wasters in your marriage, in your ministry, in your workplace, in your business? Ignore them. What do you do? I'm saying that you need the spirituality, the wisdom to choose your battles. Some things and some people must be ignored. Now, the purpose of the enemy throwing at you energy wasters is to deplete your strength in order for you to fail when the real adversary pops up. If I preach this message and the rapture comes... I think it will not be a bad message at all. Why is the enemy bringing people whose faces look like you must shoot them? With a bullet. Or you must slap them with your strength. Because you need to understand that the enemy employs and deploys distractions diversionary tactics to deplete
2: your strength before the real adversary who carries the prize will show. So before Goliath pops up, you have already
1: wasted the energy meant for the giant, killing your brothers who carry no reward on their head. And that is why when the real fight started, you were degassed. You didn't have enough energy to, to stand and withstand the giant that you have been equipped long time to defeat. I'm telling you that things are defeating people and they are not meant to defeat them. And the reason why they are defeating you is because you are not choosing your battles wisely. And so you are using your energies on energy wasters. Feeling it. I feel like dancing with Michael Jackson. Some people say, daddy dear, I, I say I'm funny. Energy wasters. Elijah spent his energy on some things and he got degassed. When he got degassed, he told God to kill him. Moses, he spent his energy listening to the multitude. Did we tell you to take us out of Egypt? Give us food. Give us water. Give us that. Who sent you? Did we call you? Blah, blah. He gave his heart to the energy wasters. He became so depressed, he started talking nonsense to God. These people, are they my people? Kill me, I want to die. God said, you want to die? Come up here. That's how he didn't reach the promised land. Every journey and every battleground has got energy wasters. And mostly, the energy wasters will confront you before the real adversary sees your head. It is your wisdom to select. The real battle and the appropriate adversary that will save you your bullet, <laughs> your resources. David just shot one stone. One. Because he knew who to shoot the stone to. Are you following now? Are you sure you are following? And it is the first stone that was meant to kill the giant. But the first opponent that came was Eliab. If he had shot Eliab with the first stone, there wouldn't have been a stone designed to kill the giant on authority. The four were not needed because he economized. There must be that spiritual frugality when it comes to the battleground. Knowing that there are scarce spiritual resources, so don't waste your the scarce anointing you have on foolish things. They can the, film can deplete your energy. That the time that you must pray, you feel sleepy. What am I even preaching and Why have I not even mentioned WhatsApp? and Facebook, and, oh, what are you even talking? Some people don't do quiet time, because in the night, you know, I need to round up. So here, the purpose of the enemy is to deplete your strength in order for you to fail when the real adversary pops up. And I feel like this small thing that I said before, reading this, another you know, other thing has touched L.P. and it's heart, pack. That social media thing. Please, watch this. Killing his brothers would have made him a murderer and possibly end him banishment- or death penalty. It was killing Goliath that made him a hero. You always have to check the testimony of the result around the battle, around the adversary, whether it is a song of praise or a murder charge. Can I say it again? Killing Goliath made him a hero. Killing his brothers would have made him a murderer, would have earned him a banishment. What do you do? To know who to kill and who not to kill. Check the testimony of the result around the opponent that is calling you into a fight. If the testimony after killing him is a song, fight. But if after killing him, the testimony is a murder charge. Ignore. What do you do? Run for your life. It's not every battle you fight. The Bible says that when it comes to sexual battles. didn't say fight that one the fighting is that you must what run you must what flee run don't engage because engaging can bring a lot of things sometimes the way to win is to run because if you engage when it has to do with sexual battles something will come out And what will come out will not be a song of praise. It will be a murder charge. You might want to do abortion. HIV can... Shame and disgrace. I don't know whether this preaching is good for today. That's somebody fight. Fight a good fight. Fight a good fight. I am praying that these few months that are left in a coronavirus reading 2020 will be maximized by knowing how to fight a good fight. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Somebody fought a good fight. You too, you can fight a good fight. Praise the Lord. The wisdom to select your battles wisely. Not every opponent put before you requires your blow. Ignore. Fight when there is a reward on the head of the opponent. And that reward must bring you elevation, bring you a song, bring tax-free economic benefit to your family. Bring the name of your father's house into the palace, introduce you into the palace, make you a captain of the palace army. It must bring you a lot of rewards, including marital reward. there are battles when you engage, you come home and your marriage is gone. But if you kill Goliath, you are getting a princess for a wife. So, to know that this thing is something I should engage, check all these things. In the end, the final analysis is the death of Goliath is victory to the whole of Israel. It's a kingdom victory. So to know whether to fight the enemy or not, or whatever is before you or not, ask yourself, is it going to bring honor to the kingdom of God? Or is it going to make people speak somewhere somehow, about the kingdom of God? I think at this point in time, I need to raise the matter. Please, let's rise. <laughs> I want you to pray to God. And thank him for the opportunity to hear such a word. Father, thank you. Lift your hands and pray and thank him. Father, I thank you for bringing me here this evening. Thank you for bringing me here to such a service. Thank you for such an outpouring of REMA, revelation, and insight. Begin to thank the Lord. Not everybody has had the opportunity to hear the message but thank him thank him father I thank you that your word has come in full force to be a blessing unto me Marato Sokala Talaya thank you father Mandelecosa Solakita Brakizo, Azalakato Marakita Paranaza can you open your mouth and bless the name of the lord come on now, somebody bless the lord father I thank you as your hands are lifted pray say father i pray for the discernment the spirituality to be able to choose my battles open your mouth and pray right now father sharpen me with the wisdom
2: with the spirituality to be able to select choose my battles in Labatuka, la lebriga matosa Azule, Kete, Rerezo, Paria Luda, Bakutali, Manikilo, Zapre Antuligra, Kaparu, Zapre, Gege, Loza, Adeli, Kanua, Saté Adeli, Kanua, Adeli, Kanua, a Adeli, Kanua, zate Kadula, paruza Zakili, Bataya Koto pray for that wisdom. Come on, I pray. Open my eyes to select the battles that will bring glory to your kingdom. Hey katora Ramatuza, I pray for that discernment, I pray for that wisdom open my eyes oh god open my eyes to the investment i must do and the one i shouldn't do open my mind open my eyes open my spirit for the choices i must make and i must not make Kula bere kekeso to la la laya delay Azala Baba Lokos an telemelege. Somebody can you pray for God's help? Father, I pray for your help. Raise your hand. I pray for your help. I pray for your help. Mantonia Baraka Sole Maranda. In Coronosa perigaliza Shakwatakataka Lekekete Kele Lekele Azokata Lamaha Katuatakaya Azole Kele Pelekete Rekete Kelekete Lekede Rakato La Bradigaba Atola Balagada Azule Pelegete. Raise your hand say, Father, I pray right now. I receive the faith and the power to fight the good fight that I will finish my course and keep the faith that father any trial of my faith shall not overpower me no temptation trying my faith shall overpower me say I receive supernatural strength to overcome every temptation Trial, tribulation, adversity, persecution, trouble in my life by the power of the Holy Ghost. Can you open your mouth and pray? Hey, Katali Baha'i, sickness will not break your confidence, your faith, your resolve in the Lord Jesus that you will overcome, that you will overcome by faith hey whatever your battle is tonight however the intensity is we pray right now receive the power the stamina not to be bent the ability to endure the ability to withstand the capacity to go through a short absorbance uh, to ride on uh, by the power of the holy ghost up in your mouth and pray somebody pray i will not break down i will not cower i will not compromise I will not lose my faith. I will finish my course. Raise your voice and pray. Father, I pray that I will finish my course. In ministry, in my family, in my career, in every area. I will finish my course by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power. Somebody pray. Sukkata bahate, santile belegede. Now lift your hands and I Say by faith. I make my profession of faith right now. And I declare any obstacle, temptation, persecution, trial, trouble, adversity in my pathway. Say I overcome by the power of God through faith in Christ. Say I declare right now as I pray. I prophesy my victory over every mountain, every valley, every dry bone. Open your mouth and pray. That's your last prayer. Prophesy. 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 Ah, ah, so talaka, talaka. Ijo legelebelegelebelegedes. Iyababa, baba iyababa, iyababa. baba manama, manama, manama. Come on, somebody pray. Hey, may you overcome shaka Hey, yagadaba. Overcome as a reward. May you receive the eternal reward. May you receive your reward here on earth. May you receive the ability to overcome, overcome barrenness, overcome singleness, overcome unemployment, overcome sickness, overcome any challenge in any area of your life. Receive the power to overcome matalia Mahada. Overcome the surgery. Overcome Matora Mea, Adora Baba. Overcome the business challenges. It will not break your prophesy. If you shall say to the mountain, somebody say to the mountain, Rabaparatabahata, be moved into the sea. Shatora rababa Zolaba, Raba, overcome Masontalia, Rakapatata Labaha, Adololo, Dolobosete, Dolobo, Rantala bala gada bhasada bha, rantale bale gade communion up, Shut up, Shut up, Shut He's we'll running I got, I Somebody speak in the language of the spirit. Our story's Our story's is jala jala bala
1: Right.
0: Please. You head. have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the Social Welfare Road between the golfing Station Enver and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at ww.kepershousechapel.org. One word for further information, call 0244 177 831 or 0204 916 168 or 0277 532 360. Experiencing Jesus Birth in Ministries.